listening to the Practical Perseverance Podcast with Pastor Jonathan Sherwin. This is a conversation about persevering through life's journey in faith as we seek to encourage one another to hold fast to King Jesus. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope you enjoy and are encouraged by this episode. Welcome to the Practical Perseverance Podcast. My name is Austin King, um, and it's a joy to be with you today on the podcast. I'm joined with my pastor and friend, Jonathan Sherwin. Jonathan, how are you? I'm great, Austin. It is Mississippi weather at its finest right now. It feels like spring. We're in short sleeve shirts. This weekend, it's supposed to be freezing again, just in time for spring break, which is typical Mississippi. Um, but nonetheless, for you, softball has started. For me, baseball has started. Um, I love this time of year. Uh, I'm an outdoorsman. Turkeys are gobbling. Um, my little boy Jude, he loves to fish, and he wants to be fishing right now. Just, I love this time of year. It's one of my favorite times of year, so I'm thankful for that. Absolutely. Springtime's always a good time. You've got baseball and softball. Uh, I coach softball. Your son plays baseball. Uh, but as I just mentioned, as I walked into this room, uh, it's a busy time. Uh, my words were, I don't, I don't even have time to breathe right now, um, and that's the case for a lot of, a lot of families. A lot of families play sports, um, and it becomes a, a time of business. You've got games all week, and uh, you've got different things going on in the springtime. Uh, schools wrapping up, temperature changes, um, and it gets people out of the house, and so uh, people start traveling, and uh, it, it gets busy for for people. But uh, I've heard this a lot. I've heard it said a lot that if the devil can't make you bad, he will make you busy. What do you say about that? Yeah, so the reality is a lot of folks are traveling and spending tons of times away from home. Um, and they have crazy routines during the spring and the summer. And if you can call it a routine, it's pretty much just, you know, like, like old Southerners used to say, you take a chicken, cut its head off, and just watch it spin around in circles, you know. And I know a lot of folks, um, they get out of routine of doing um, things that they know that they need to. And I know a lot of folks miss church during the spring and early summer because they're away from their homes, which means that um, they're also away from places of worship. They're away from assembly of believers. They're away from accountability. And, um, and so, yeah, I do believe that many times we allow busyness to take our focus away from priority. And if the devil can't make you bad, he will make you busy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I said, I, I coach softball, um, in high school, I'm a teacher. And so this time of year is, uh, it's extremely busy, uh, but it's something I feel called to, um, I'm a coach. I, I feel called to that. I, I want to make a live uh, a difference in the lives of, of kids. I love investing my life into kids, so I, I want to do what I'm called to do. Yeah. Hey, let me let me just one congratulate you for those of y'all that are listening. Um, Austin coaches uh, Northwest ranking; they're number one in the state right now. Um, so congratulations, Coach King. Thank you. Um, I know your heart, and I know that you love investing in people. Um, I love 
even hearing your stories about opportunities to share with your girls, um, with your coach, with people at school, with baseball players. I mean, I've been really encouraged here lately just receiving text messages from you, man. I'm watching God at work. I'm watching God at work. And, and so I love the aspect of the game. I love the game. I, I, I played it. I love to play it. Um, you played it. You love to play it. And I really believe there's a lot of life lessons that come through sports. Um, I told my wife, for instance, whenever my son started playing, um, man, there are life lessons that comes through sports. And if he can figure this game out the right way, he can figure out a lot of a lot of, about life out as well. And so, but you can also walk a sketchy line, especially if you're a Christ follower, when you allow it to consume all of your time. Um, however. I love what a pastor friend of mine said. His name's Ryan, and he coaches my son right now. And um, when he prays before the games and before practice or after practice, he always prays, Lord, I pray these kids fall in love with you before they fall in love with anything else. I pray they love you more than baseball. And so I think that's the priority um, whenever it comes to sports and things that consume our time that – Man, we would use, see it and we would use it, but we would fall in love with God before we worry about falling in love with anything else. Absolutely. So, um, podcast is practical, practical perseverance. We always look at persevering through different things. So, how would you uh, say, or how are ways that we could practically persevere through busyness of sports? Yeah, um, and I would say busyness in general, sports, because mean you're tied into it right now and so if this isn't for anybody else maybe it'll be for you and i um and so there's five things that come to my mind whenever i think about this and so here's the first one number one make priorities clear with your family let me say that again make priorities clear with your family and so when we say make priorities clear what i'm talking about is keeping the main thing the main thing and that's consistency in your intimacy with the lord and so it's literally the priority that you make clear with your family that we're making daily time with King Jesus. That's going to be the main priority of my life. And I'm called to be a discipler. I'm called to disciple my family, to lead them in the way that they should go. And I think one of the things that we tend to do is make certain things priority from the wrong perspective, or we allow our priorities, although they may not be bad per se, they may be out of line. Um, and so here's what I mean by that. Um, I may tend to make going to church a priority. That's not a bad thing. We're called to be part of assembly of believers, but going to church um, should not be my greatest priority. And, and here's why: if I make that the whatever I make the greatest priority of my life, when I allow something else to consume that time i'm saying this is the main thing in my life this is the main thing in my life so if i make going to church the main thing in my life the priority of my life and i begin to miss that um i'm missing the point of relationship and whenever i miss the point of relationship i'm focusing more on religion and so my greatest priority is my relationship with king jesus Second is my relationship with my family. Third is my relationship with my faith family, and so on. And so I've got to make clear the priorities for my family. Absolutely. And, and as you're saying that, we set kids up for failure. Um, I see it as a coach. Parents put so much time 
into sports. I've got a statistic pulled up here. Only 0.02% of high school players will ever make it to pro. Only 7% of high school players will ever make it to college. So we're putting all this, our, their main priority is on sports. And so when, when sports are over, we have set our kids up for failure because we've put sports as their number one priority, which we only there's only a 0.02% chance of ever making it pro, of ever making a living on it when there's a 100% chance that we're going to face eternity. Absolutely, 100%. And so that, I guess that would lead me into number two, that I would manage my time wisely. And so sometimes I need to remember I don't have to be everywhere at once. Um, I can only do what I can do. Um, I need to keep – for me, I need to stay connected to people that have, I believe, the greatest interest in what matters most, and that's my family and my faith family. I need to make gathering and an effort – and if I make an effort for everything else other than what matters most, then I'm setting the precedent that what I claim matters most is not what really matters most. And so I've got to manage my time wisely. Um, I, 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 I'll be honest with you, Austin. I don't know how parents, their kids play three or four different sports, and they've got two or three kids, and they're constantly running here and there and here and there. And I, I'm not telling people how to parent, but I've told my kids, we're only doing one thing at a time. I want to support you. I want to encourage you. But I can't be three different places at one time. I mentally cannot take it. Like, can't. Um, and so, number one, uh, again, make priorities clear with your family. Number two, manage time wisely. Number three, this this one's hard for people. <laughs> you talked about it even a while ago. I need to mirror the life of a Christ follower wherever I'm at. Regardless if I'm at home or away, I want to make it my aim to please him. And it's easy to let the places we are um, and the people that we're around dictate how we respond to certain measures and certain matters. Um, but if we're being honest, um, we're in book of Proverbs. We read a Proverbs a day, and I love what Proverbs says, that they're simple-minded. We allow this very simple-mindedness, if you will, uh, to, to, to capture us by places and people. And so I've, wit I've witnessed like professed Christ followers show anger carry on and gossip and it's like everything that i claim to be gets left where i came from and not taken to where i am and so here, here's something like yesterday jude and i he had a ball game yesterday and um we were leaving and riding down the road and we just began to talk and conversate and we were listening to mississippi state baseball which is horrible right now i wish they'd get it together but none we're baseball people all right and so we're listening to it, and a Bud Light commercial comes on. And Jude said, "Daddy, I know why we're not. I know why we're not in it, and why we're not enjoying it right now." I said, "What?" He said, "We don't have a Bud Light." And he was joking. All right, he was joking. And I said, "Son, listen." I said, "Here's the reality. I couldn't even take a Bud Light. Like they don't want a desire for it. I can't stand it anyway. I tried it before. Could not stand it. Some people love it. Some people want to have it in their in their life. And and here's what he said. He said, Daddy, the only reason they do it is to fill a void in their life. And I said, Son, you are wise behind your years. You know, I'm thankful for that. And I pray that you would grow up before anything to understand that only King Jesus." can feel the void of your life and he said this and it touched me he said daddy i i want to 
I want to be just like you whenever I grow up. And I, I've never heard him say it like that. And I just looked at him. And I said, baby, I pray that you're a whole lot better than me whenever you grow up. And he's like, daddy, you're like the most awesome guy I know. He's my son. He's going to say that, right? And I said, no, buddy. I said, listen, um, I pray that you don't get as angry as I get. I pray that you can control your emotions better than I control my emotions. Because you know me. I'm one of the most competitive people that you're going to be around. And sometimes I let my emotions get the best of me. And I let anger get the best of me. But when I prioritize my time rightly and I put my time in perspective, it should all be because I desire to mirror the life of a Christ follower wherever I'm at. And I want him to be with me, to go before me, to make the way that I would shine light in the darkness, that I'd be salt in the earth. And I can't, I can't, um, whenever I leave it at the door, I have to take my faith with me. Number four, celebrate God's giftedness in others' lives. Excuse me. I think this is huge. You coach some talented girls. Um, I see some talented boys. Like talent is a gift from God. excuse me um but here's what i'll tell you about talent it can be taken away quickly um i had a friend i coached with on a travel travel team um that he would tell our kids he would say look fellas there's a lot of kids that would love to have the opportunity that you have right now don't squander this time work hard it can be taken away from you um and so I believe that we should celebrate God's giftednesses in others' lives. Like, I should use my talents, you should use your talents that God has placed within your lives and those within your family to glorify Him. That's why He's given you the talent to begin with, is to glorify Him. And God may use it. God may use your talents. So you said there's like .002% chance. But there is a chance that God would use your talent that he's placed within you, that you've worked and you've cultivated to make an unbelievable difference in the lives of others for his glory. And even if I don't get that 0.002, whatever it is, percent, that even from a small scale, that people that see me, man, working my faith out on a baseball diamond, on a softball diamond, on a basketball court, football field, golf course, whatever it is that they would know, man, that kid, he loves the game, but he loves Jesus or she loves Jesus way more than the game. And that's what makes them special is they're allowing their giftedness to shine through for the glory of God. Number five, and this is key for me. Remember the goal. Remember the goal. So you said it earlier. My goal is not that my kids grow up to be college and professional players. That should not be my goal as a parent. My goal is that they grow up to be mighty warriors for King Jesus. As a as a Christ follower that's a parent, that's a husband, um, that's a friend, that's a pastor, regardless, my goal is not people would be professionals. My goal is people would be followers, that they would be mighty warriors for King Jesus. And so my goal is that I pray that the disciplines of sports will help shape my kids into becoming young men and women um, that know how to value teamwork, that they can think quickly, that they can work through tough situations, that they can celebrate wins and defeats the right way. The right way. 
Teach them what sportsmanship looks like. Teach them what it looks like to be a brother's or a sister's keeper, man, to be there, to celebrate other people's victories, to mourn with them through defeats, but to do it the right way. That's five things that I think would serve us well as we persevere, if you will, through the busyness of life, especially with sports. Absolutely. So just to review back through this, number one, make priorities clear with your family. Uh, such an important thing to do. Uh, make sure you know where your priorities lie. Make sure that your your kids know where your priorities lie. Number two, manage time wisely. Such a hard thing to do, but such an important thing to do is that we manage our times wisely. Number three, very important, mirror the life of a Christ follower wherever you're at. Um, and I'll, I'll say this, I, kn- I know in my life lately, the Lord has just been doing a work in my life and um a big thing for that is being in the Word of God, uh, allowing the Word of God to transform us. Um, I had a situation last week. Uh, we were in the book of James. Be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger. And that same day, I was able to use that. And the Lord was able to work through that. Um, hey, let me in, stop you right there. Because you text me like you had a, you had a, a softball player. Um, I don't know the story. You didn't tell me the story, but you, you as a coach and your other coach were going to have to meet with their parents. And you just said, hey, I've got this. The AD's coming in at 12 o'clock. Would you, would you just pray for me that I would model this and I would model it well? And afterwards, you text me back and said, one of the parents said, I just want to thank you for showing grace the way that you showed grace. And I was able to share that scripture with them. Um, it was unbelievable moment not at all was what I was expecting through that meeting and I'm thankful for for times like that so mirror the life of Christ follower wherever you're at and I'm not saying that say I'm like that all the time yesterday with umpires um, umpires got to the best of me and I about got thrown out Um, but the Lord is is changing my life um, in that And, and if you seek him daily and you dive into his word um, he's going to change you, and you are going to mirror the life of Christ. And I think one of the huge things just to mirror the life of a Christ follower too, Austin, is in those moments when we allow our emotions to get the best of us, that we we show the example of forgiveness as well, of humility that comes from, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I allowed my emotions to get the best of me. Please forgive me. I'm going to do my best yep. not, to, not to allow that to happen again. I think we have to be real with that. Absolutely. Number four, celebrate God's giftedness in other lives. God God gives us these talents. And I, I told my girls a few weeks ago, I said, I asked them this. I said, do you think that God cares about softball? I said, probably not, but he cares about how, how we use that game. He cares about how we respond in the game, and he cares about how we reflect him in the game. Uh, so that's important. Number five, remember the goal. Um, our main priority as Christians in life should be to reflect Jesus Christ, to be Christ followers, to for other people to see Christ in us. And I pray that that would that would be our goal in whatever we do. It, it doesn't have to be sports, whether we're at the grocery store, or at the gas station, that we would reflect Christ in everything that we do. And so that's going to cl- conclude our our podcast today. We pray that uh, this has been an encouragement to you, and we pray that you would practically persevere. Uh, through busyness and through sports. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to the Practical Perseverance Podcast. We pray today's episode encouraged you to keep pressing in perseverance. 
To know more about Pastor Jonathan, Harmony, and our ministry, you can go to www.harmonycsms.com. We hope you join us next month for another episode.